Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ. Um, Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program. We teach people how to use real estate to build a second stream of income that supplements or replaces your earned income, your job income. And we're really basing almost the entire company off of something that Warren Buffett said, which was never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Always invest to create a second source of income. So he wasn't referring to stocks, mutual funds, gold, silver, or crypto because they don't produce cash flow. He was talking about income producing assets like businesses and real estate. And the reason we chose real estate is because nine out of 10 millionaires in the world used real estate as their main investment vehicle. It is the most effective and safest investment that there is. This is why when you put your money in the bank, the bank takes your money and goes and buys real estate, you know, and they make a 20% rate of return. And what do they pay you? Two, three, 4%. Why don't you cut out the middleman and invest in real estate yourself. They're doing it with your money. Why don't you invest it in real estate yourself and get the 20% return? Today I want to talk about um, something that is funny because we're going to talk about fear and desire. So it's hard to describe those two together. It sounds like they're opposite things, but they actually if you know how to use your brain effectively, you can use the two of them together as a one-two punch for success. But before we proceed into this, I want to bring up one point about the ego. Many people think that they have control of their ego. When in reality, the mere fact that you're saying, oh, I have control of my ego, that's an egotistical comment. It proves you don't. I had a guy the other day, I mean, literally bragging that he had control of his ego. (laughs) You're like, do you not recognize your bragging? That's egotistical. You can't get rid of your ego. What you want to do is realize that you can't get rid of it, then realize you don't want to get rid of it because your ego is one of your best motivators. If you've ever lived paycheck to paycheck, that's ego-based living. You're spending every dime that you make to look good to your neighbors. You bought a house you couldn't afford. You bought cars you really couldn't afford. You 
you did all that to impress your neighbors and your friends and your family. That's ego-based crap. But what you do is you don't get rid of your ego. You simply manage it or control it. Because if your ego is powerful enough to get you to go buy things that you can't afford and you know it, does it make sense when I say that your ego is powerful enough to get you to do the right things too? What if you attached your ego to being in shape and you got egotistical about having a beautiful body, being healthy, and feeling great? Your ego would propel you to go to the gym, to eat right, to take care of yourself, and get in shape. You controlled your ego, but you let it do its thing. What if you got your ego attached to having a second stream of income instead of that big house, the fancy cars, and all that other garbage? It would propel you towards building a second stream of income. Your ego is your friend. There is no getting rid of it. So you have a choice. Let it drive you towards the garbage or let it drive you towards what you want, truly want. I suggest you control it. Get your ego attached to being in shape. Get your ego attached to having a great marriage. Get your ego attached to having a great relationship with your children. Get your ego attached to having a second stream of income. And it will propel you towards all those things. Now, why did I go into that first? Because fear is the same way. You can't get rid of it. It ain't going nowhere. So why not make it your friend? Control it and use it to propel you towards your goals. So let's go into this and I'll show you how I do that for myself and what I teach the members at Total Wealth Academy. The goal of this show today is to show you how to overcome any fear and build up a burning desire for what you want out of life. You need to understand that fear is the number one cause of failure. Because failure is a result of inaction. Fear keeps you from taking action. When I get on the radio and I say, man, you need to buy some real estate, build a second stream of income, what comes up in your head? Fears. Oh, I've heard real estate goes up and down. Oh, I've heard that you can't lease your properties. I've heard that maintenance costs eat up all your cash flow. I've heard fear. Fear has you paralyzed into inaction. So you better understand fear or it will control you. Now I'm going to use several words interchangeably during this presentation. Let's first define fear from simple dictionary. Um, 
It's an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain, loss, or a threat. Now, make sure that you note that the word belief was in this definition. Belief. So let's step next to belief and define it. Belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. A belief is anything that we feel relatively secure about as being true. That's a belief. Doesn't mean it is true. It's we feel relatively secure that it's true. So there's the definition of fear, which included the word belief. Then we defined belief. When we come back, we're going to define evidence and desire and goals. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show where we're talking about fear and desire and how if you combine these two, it can be a one-two punch to move you forward to success. We're defining some terms I'm going to use. We've already defined fear. We've defined belief. Let's talk about evidence now. Evidence is the available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief is true or valid. Many times what we call evidence is really just the belief itself and has no proof. The next one is desire, one of our subjects today. A strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. These are your goals in life. We'll take the desire to have a second stream of income as the focus today. I, th I don't think anybody listening to this radio show would not like to have a second stream of income that they didn't have to do work for that paid all their bills. Um, yeah, there's nobody that wouldn't like to have a stream of income that paid all their bills that they didn't have to work for. I, I, I'm pretty secure in that belief. <laughs> and then we got goal. Goal and desire are very similar. But a desire is still in your head. It's in your head. So only half of your brain is working on it. When you turn your desire into a goal is when you write the desire down. You write a plan to achieve it. And you begin taking action on that plan. That's called goal setting. Again, you take your desire, write it down, put together a plan to achieve it, 
and then take action on that plan. When you do those three things, your desire turns from a wish or a dream into a true goal. So again, while goals and desires are similar, almost the same, you got to make the distinction that your desires are not a goal until you write them down. Once you write them down, the left or logical side of your brain gets involved. Now you have both sides of your brain, the creative side and the logical side, working on a solution to achieve that goal. All right, so we've defined fear, belief, evidence, desire, and goal. This is a tool that can help you get past fear. It will not eliminate the fear. I got this from Zig Ziglar, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago, in one of his books. He talks about fear should be looked at as an acronym. And fear is false evidence or belief, false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Now here's the problem. Does a belief or evidence have to be true to be debilitating? Does a belief have to be true to be debilitating? It doesn't. If you believe something, it will stop you dead in your tracks just as effectively as if it was true even if it's false because you believe it. It's completely false, but you believe it, so it will stop you. Such as the simple belief that real estate investing is risky when it's actually markedly uh, lower risk than the stock market or mutual funds. So, you then need to understand that desire is the starting point to overcoming fear. When you start having desires, guess what's going to come up? Fear, just like I described before. Some of you have said, yeah, I want a second stream of income with real estate, but, and then all your fears come up. It's risky. It's, I can't, what if I can't lease it? What if the market goes down? What, whatever your fears are, the desire is always answered by fears. Let me give you an example of a false belief that I had that paralyzed me. In 1987, I get this pay cut, right? And I'm also losing my wife. Why? Because I was working 70 hours a week. And everybody hates this joke, but if you're working 70 hours a week, 60, 70 hours a week, who's romancing your wife? It ain't you. So here I am. I've got this belief that, and I've got proof it's actually happening to me, 
that if you work a tremendous amount, you run the risk of destroying your romantic relationship. So there's my belief. So I buy all these books and CDs off late night TV and learn how to invest in real estate. Two months later, I quit my job. And now I'm only working maybe 10 hours a month. I'm able to save my marriage. So I start wholesaling and flipping real estate, single family. I did that for three years before one of my mentors pulled me aside and said, Steve, what are you doing? You're wholesaling and flipping. When are you going to become an investor and buy some rental property? My immediate response was this. I said, Bruce, I almost lost my wife because I was working so much. I'm afraid that if I buy a bunch of rental real estate, I'll be so busy that I'll lose my wife. So, do you see the core belief behind my fear? Rental real estate consumes a bunch of time. There's the fear. And if I'm spending all that time on my real estate, I'm not spending it on my spouse, I'm going to lose her. Here's the problem with the whole conversation. The guy I was talking to, Bruce, had 123 rent houses and vacationed one to two weeks a month. Do you see the problem? I'm telling a guy who takes a vacation one to two weeks a month and owns 123 houses that owning houses consumes a bunch of time. Do you see the stupidity? <laughs> Boy, I did. As soon as I said it, I had an epiphany. And that epiphany was, I'm a knucklehead. How could I have possibly said that to him? It was ridiculous. So I asked him if he would um, teach me how to run real estate the way that he ran it, single family houses, and he agreed. I bought my first rental property two months later. Two months later. 30 days to find it and 30 days to close it. So pretty much as fast as I could. Why? Because my fear was gone. I knew that if I bought 120 plus houses, I'd still have plenty of time to romance my wife, raise my kids, and do what I wanted to do. So did the fear completely go away? No. It was still there. I still had the fear, but I had so much information that I could move past it. So here's the funny thing about fear. This is going to drive you nuts because it drove me nuts the first time I read it. 
Did you know that whatever you're most afraid of is exactly what you should do? Whatever you're most afraid of is exactly what you should do. It's almost like your brain is giving you a clue to what you should do. Aim at your fears and you'll achieve your goals. Because remember, it's not until you set a goal that the fears come up. So that's what you've got to aim for. You don't, you're not afraid of stuff you're not trying or don't even want to try. You're afraid of the stuff you want out of life. If you want to study this, David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me, David Goggins can't hurt me. This guy lost like 150 pounds, became a Navy SEAL, one of the most successful guys on the planet with no reason to be successful. His young life was horrible. Physical, mental abuse, just horrible. But he became successful because he decided to face his fears. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about fear and desire and how if you use those two together to serve you, not as something to avoid fear, but getting fear to serve you, it's a one-two punch that will propel you towards success. And a couple of you just emailed me it's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. The name of that book, both of you were asking about the book. The book is David Goggins, G-O-G-G-I-N-S. David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. And you'll recognize the book, Handsome Guy in a white navy uniform um, it's it's phenomenal but I'll tell you it's gut-wrenching gut-wrenching because it for me it just made me feel like I was wimping out that I was making excuses and um, not getting done what needed to be done to achieve my goals um, so be prepared it's a wake-up call. It's like having a drill instructor slap you in the face. It's a very powerful book. Uh, but he talks about aim at your fears and you will achieve your goals. I want to give you a couple of quotes. Uh, Mark Twain said this, 
Courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. Fear does not disappear. You can't get rid of it. You can only overcome it. The next quote, do the thing you fear to do and keep on doing it. That is the quickest and surest way ever yet discovered to conquer fear. That's Dale Carnegie. Now you got to understand that that Dale Carnegie, that's probably 80 years old. Um, Mark Twain's what, over 150 years old probably. These are not new concepts. It's just that, you know, it's not taught in high school and college. You got to learn this stuff on your own. One of my favorite stories is they were giving a Marine Medal of Honor and they said the phrase something to the effect of thank you for not being afraid and doing the right thing and the Marine stopped the president and said no 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 I was afraid I was scared to death but I did it anyway see you don't get rid of fear you have to push through it if you think that you're gonna wait until you're not afraid you're dead in the water your whole life's gonna pass you by you're never gonna achieve your goals your dreams your desires you got to push through the fear and you gotta understand fear is actually your friend I'll explain that in a moment so again desire is the starting point of overcoming fear because fear does not come up until you desire something. The number one fear that holds people back, fear of failure. Fear of failure. <laughs> this is another one like, the, like fear and ego. Everyone fails. Everyone. If you're not, if you're not failing, you're not doing jack with your life. If you say, I've never failed, then you haven't done anything with your life. Look at Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players of all times. He missed 9,000 shots in the NBA. Nine, he failed 9,000 times. Schwarzenegger lost bodybuilding contests, lost weightlifting contests, lost powerlifting contests. He had movies that went in the toilet. They were just awful. Did he ever give up? No. Everybody fails. And anyone who suggests that failure is not an option is delusional at best. Delusional at best. Everybody fails. You've got to understand that. But here's the rule. Get up. Get up. Schwarzenegger puts it this way. Everybody fails. But the person who fails and stays down is a loser. The person who fails and gets back up, that's a winner. Fails, gets back up, 
that's a winner. Fails gets back up, fails gets back up, that's a winner. Everybody fails. So, why are fears so debilitating? It's simply this. We will do three times as much to avoid pain as we will to gain pleasure. Let me read that again. We will do three times as much to avoid pain as we will to gain pleasure. If you think you're going to get some pleasure out, but you also think you'll get some pain, you're going to avoid the pleasure. You're going to move away from it. Say, I want to build a second stream of income. I want peace of mind. I don't want to be dependent on a job. But, and then you list your fears. Those fears are three times more powerful than the positivity of getting that second stream of income and therefore you won't take action. But think about this. What if you used fear as your ally? What if you used it as your ally? Remember, like the ego, there's no way to get rid of fear completely, so you must control it and make it your ally. What I did after I read that Zig Ziglar book, he recommends that you take out your journal or a piece of paper and write down everything negative you're afraid of. Make a list. Then look at the list very carefully. And what you'll find is you wrote down a lot of motivational stuff. That's what's weird about it. It's a weird experiment. But write down a list of everything you're afraid of. And I came up with five fears that actually I use to motivate myself. Instead of these fears holding me back, these fears propel me forward. The five major ones for me are being broke. I am scared to death of being broke. I get three times the motivation out of that statement than I would out of the statement, I want to be rich. Remember, we do three times as much to avoid pain as we do to gain pleasure. So the fear of being broke propels me towards success. The second fear that was in that list that I could use positively was not achieving my goals. I am scared to death of not achieving my goals and sitting on my deathbed with regret. Regret. I, I'm going to do everything I can so that when it comes my time to die, I can be proud of what I did with my life. The third one, third fear that propels me, missing out on life. Man, I wanted that time with my kids when they were young. I wanted that time with my wife and still do. I wanted 
I didn't want to miss those moments. The fear of missing those moments, knowing that when I worked, I was 60, 70 hours a week, I would have missed seeing my children grow up. I would have lost my wife. That fear propelled me towards my goals. The fifth fear is leaving no legacy for your family. Dying broke. Nothing to leave for your kids. Nothing to leave for your wife. Nothing. I don't want that. I want to leave a legacy for my family and for two charities that are very dear to my heart. The fifth fear that I have is destroying my family. You know, going back to work 60, 70 hours a week, losing my wife, losing my health, losing my quality of lifestyle. Those five fears motivate me like you can't believe. Three times more motivation than my positive goals do. Three times more. All right. When we come back, we'll get into the conclusion of this discussion, and then I'll open the phone lines. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. I'm sorry that for that delay. I was just answering an email. Um, he wants to remain anonymous, uh, but 50 plus, doesn't say how plus, but 50 years old, somewhere in his 50s, man. It's just flat out. He says, I've been paralyzed by fear all my life. Um, even, oh, I see why he wants to remain anonymous. Um, I'm going to leave that out. Um, but he's avoided a lot of important parts of life because of fear. And I'm glad, Anonymous, that this show has helped you understand fear. Just be aware, you know, remember what I said, the fear's not going to go away. It's there. Just educate yourself so that you can push through the fear. Face those fears, aim for them, and you've got a lot of time left if you live a normal life. Um, and you can make these the best years of your life. Uh, my parents were very fear-based individuals, very fear-based. And I saw the pain that their fear caused 
you know, keeping them from ever building any wealth, keeping them from ever investing, keeping them from doing anything. It was just always fear. And fear manifests itself as excuses. What, when people come up with excuses, what they're really saying is they're scared. You know, it, it's really that simple. So, um, I look forward to seeing you at the free workshop on Thursday evening. Thank you for the email. And, uh, oh, you know what? Make sure, Anonymous, you don't beat yourself up. Past is the past. Remember, the past and the future do not exist. They don't exist except in your mind. Do not keep bringing this up. Do not beat yourself up. The only way you want to remember it is that that's the motivation to change. That you spent the first 50 years of your life in fear. Use that to motivate you to change, but do not beat yourself up because of those past behaviors. The past is over. Let it go. Change your future. All right. Thanks a lot for the email. Okay. My email is open to you right now. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Or give me a call and I'll answer your question live on the air. 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Or email me. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Okay, this next email comes from Lucas. And Lucas is saying, Yeah, Lucas, your money's all tied up in retirement accounts, but there's good news. You can actually use your retirement account to invest in real estate passively. All you have to do is convert them from traditional IRAs into self-directed IRAs. Same goes for your 401k. You can convert that to a 401 trust. The 401 trust is self-directed. And then you can use those monies without tax or penalty because you're under 59 and a half. You can use those monies without tax or penalty to invest passively. If you want to learn how to do that, please attend our free sample class this Thursday evening. Just go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com, and click on the free sample class button, and you can reserve a seat there. I think you're in the Houston area. Oh, no, you're in Dallas. Yeah, you can watch it online. You can watch it online. I think the online class is Wednesday for the people in Dallas, and then Thursday is for the people in Houston. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Click on the free sample class, and thanks for listening. Okay. Phone lines are open at 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV or email me. It's steve at 
TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Please remember that my email is open to you 24 hours a day, not just during the show. If you're at work, you're driving, it's not safe to email me right now. Just keep your question in mind when you get home. Email me or get to a safe place. Email me. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And no, you will not be put on an email list. This is just an email to me. And the only person you'll hear back from is me, Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Okay, let's see. The last comment that I have is on the actual discussion is the conclusion. Here comes a warning. Get fear on your side because it will motivate you three times as much as positive things will. But misuse can lead to the dark side. What is the dark side? Fear, anger, they can be used as motivators, but you have to be very cautious. They can lead to the dark side, which is blaming. Blaming. Fear and anger have a tendency to manifest as, it's not my fault. It's my boss's fault. It's not my fault. It's my wife's fault. It's not my fault. It's my parents. They didn't love me enough. It's not my fault. It's the government. Watch out for that. That is completely debilitating. One, it's 100% not true. Okay? You are responsible 100% for every single thing that happens in your life. (laughs) And I know people get irritated with me like that about that particular point. But that's the way you want it to be. If there's stuff going on in your life that's not your fault, can you change it? No, it's not your fault. And that's why people stagnate. Oh, it's not my fault. I can't do anything about it. BS. You want to take this attitude. Everything is your fault. If you're parked at a stoplight, and someone rear-ends you, get out of the car and go, darn it, I should have left for work 30 minutes early. It's your fault. Take 100% responsibility for everything that occurs in your life. If you do, then you can change it. If you don't, you can't change it, and you will stagnate, blaming, and it's just, it ruins your life. Don't blame anybody for anything. You know, I know people that still blame their parents. They're in their 30s. Get over it. Oh, my dad beat me. My dad. Yeah, that sucks. Get over it. That's the past. You're beating yourself up in your brain for something that happened 20 years ago. Stop it. You're making that stuff up. It's over. It's history. It's not your parents' fault. It's not the government's fault. It's not your job's fault. It's your fault. And that's the way you want it. Because then, and only then, can you change it. So again, you can use fear and anger to motivate yourself, but beware. 
Don't let it lead you to blaming. All right. Again, my email is open to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Anytime you have a question, if I said something that helped you and you want to send a nice note, I would love it. If you have an idea about how to improve the presentation that I just did, send me that as well. If you've got a story where fear paralyzed you and you overcame it, I would love to have that too. I only need one or two of those, but I don't care if I get 20 of them. Email me at steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. And of course, any questions that you have. Um, I do have two more questions here, but these are very long questions. So Cindy and Monica, um, I will email you right after the show. Thank you for the emails and thank you for listening. Everybody have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.